Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity.
everyone. I'm so happy. I just love being happy. You are all listening to Bonnie Albers on air. And I am the hostess with the mostest, Bonnie Albers. I'm so happy to bring in the week with you today. It is Monday and it is too cool. You know, I'm really into numerology and what numbers and symbols mean. And so today I think is 313. So what's really interesting about that is the number four is stability, happiness, prosperity, four legs on the ground, which means you've got a stable base. And usually a four, especially if it follows you, um, is a karmic number. So today I'm really glad to be with you. And of course, I've got my angels just smiling away with me. And today we are missing an angel unless she actually uh, feels better. But the angel I got with me is so cool. I just adore her. Kelly Coulter, please come on. Hi, Kelly. Hey, thanks. How's it going? <laughs> it is, you know, I, you know, it's really crazy. But I, and it's just a really weird thing about the numbers. All of a sudden it hit me. And you know when spirit hits me, I really can't keep my mouth. It's like diarrhea of the mouth. But you know what's really cool? <laughs> well, first let me ask, how are you doing? How are you, Kelly? Pretty good. It's it's an interesting day. It's like uh, this is Garfield's Monday the 13th, but instead of bad things happening, good things happen. <laughs> yes. Well, Garfield listen, being a cartoon three, character. <laughs> right, but three and one is four. It's a great number. And three, one, three is uh is a really powerful number because if you took at the one you have 33 which is an which is an angel number very powerful angel number so I, i've got to tell you i wanted to talk about angels and synchronicities and because it just surprised me when i looked at my favorite angel happens to be number 13 and three and one is four which always follows me and that's gabriel but what's even weirder is ariel the angel angel i love is number seven and that's my soul path number i want i was going to talk about what they mean and yeah it's so cool and i didn't even know that so just give me an example what's your favorite what what angel do you rock with i'm going to look and see if what number it actually is for you but that's not our subject today kelly but i just want to figure this out it's just amazing when i look at at such synchronicity when when i look at this what what what's your what's uh, the will, angel I, that I, I'll, I'll have to I'll, I'll have to go with michael i will absolutely have to go with michael he's my dude okay you michael is your dude so michael believe it or not is oh they don't even his number is 22 and a stone is jet. <laughs> so what does 22, does 22 resonate with you at all in your life if you wouldn't have said Michael? Because I can't shorten it to four because actually four is a karmic number. 22 equals four, but you cannot, uh, you, you can't uh, separate two, two because it is an angel number. What does 22 mean to you it's, in life? Um, it's also one of the master numbers. I can't remember exactly which master number it is. Um, I, I remember 33. 33 because it's a master um, spiritual teaching number. I don't recall what 22 is. Uh, 22, interestingly enough, in our family, 
That was the day my mother was born. That was the day my second son was born. That was the day my brother-in-law was born. That was the day uh, my cousin was born. It's like, and they're all on seven twenty-two actually. <laughs> so well, they're, they're seven twenty-two. So it's like twenty-two is very interesting. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, and did you know before this? This is what I'm going to put out to the audience before. And actually, we could talk about it. And the subject I wanted to talk about, we could put off another time, but. Do you know, it's just amazing because when I, I called Gabriel in a long time ago and I never looked at what number he correlated with. So when I just did it, I just did some studies about things that I was looking at and that just resonated with me. I, I felt like, wow, you know, in life we don't, there's such synchronicity. Like I would have, Gabriel just came to me and he's been with me. Well, you know, I love all the angels, but Gabriel walks with me, you know, when I talk to my guides and it's crazy that his number would be 13 and four is like the karmic number in this house. My house is a number four. Lauren, you know, is followed by a number four. She always sits at a number four and it's karmic. Wow. It's very karmic. Yeah. And then when I looked at, I love Uriel, I love the name. And when I looked at Uriel, because Uriel is just, I just think Ariel, I'm sorry, not even Uriel, it's Ariel. When I look at Ariel and I think of like you know, the movie Ariel, remember her under the water and everything else, her oh, number, she, her, right? <laughs> yeah, her number is seven. Seven so is a soul number. My birthday wow. is got three sevens in it. Yeah. So, you know, and that was way before I looked at this. So I just want you to know that patterns in life, don't you feel, and not that you got to know, but oh, yeah. how, do, how, do you, how do you feel about that? Patterns in life, Kelly, and we sometimes don't pick them up until we get an aha moment. But I wonder why. Are we patterned like that before? Do we look at it? Is it that we say, okay, when you come to earth, your angels that you're going to really resonate with are going to be Gabriel and Ariel. And it just so happens that these numbers <laughs> subconsciously I resonate with anyway. Isn't that crazy? It just so happens. Hmm, what a coincidence. <laughs> See, what, a, <laughs> yeah, what, so what a choice from the other, from the other side, shall we say. It's like, I, I, I look at stuff, you know, that numbers fascinate me because uh, Me mathematical. Too. I mean, everything. Everything can be can be reduced to a mathematical equation. Even um, they said, you know, some of the mathematicians have said, even our our body structure, our lives, everything can be expressed mathematically. And I went, wow, that is really amazing. So numbers really do um, make a huge impact. And so many people miss it because they go, oh, you know, I'm not good at math. I'm not good at this. It's like, but there's this thing called sacred geometry. And there's, you know, yeah, you yeah. talk about numbers. It's like, that's a whole study all in itself. That, that's, it's really cool. I, I, I agree with you. I feel, well, first of all, you know, I don't believe in coincidences. <laughs> there is no coincidences. There's, <laughs> <Right>. just, <laughs> there's just finding, hey, I knew this somewhere in the ethers. So I, I, I love when I feel and, 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 and can see that uh, these are not just happenstance that I love the number seven, that I resonate with Gabrielle and that that number equals. And it's funny because I think when I used to play, like, you know, when you um, go to the circus and you put your 
quarter down or whatever on i used to win these big stuffed animals i used to think it was rigged but i always played the number 13. <laughs> and oh, wow. 13 is gabriel's number i mean you know so i think that's just uh really uh, very interesting but you know what kelly i i've and, got and 13 to, is also uh, one of the karmic numbers 13 is also a karmic is? number well, yeah. yeah, because it reduces to four, which is a karmic number. What does 13? Well, you know, everybody's afraid of Friday the 13th, which really oh, we created, but, you know, but, but which is like a little bit uh, nutsy, but, but hey, so is everybody <laughs> in the world. So I, I, and who would want to be not? But, you know, um, what I wanted to tell you is I had a whole different field I wanted to talk to you about before we actually uh, grab our audience. But for everybody, if you want to know and you tell me your angel and, and Kelly and I would be love to tell you a little bit about that angel. But I've got to tell you what I wanted to talk about. And the reason was because I ran into this dreams. What do you feel about dreams, Kelly? Ooh. Ooh. A lot of times, for yeah, I was gonna say I love dreams. Um, a lot yeah. of times, I mean, at least at least in my experience, or for I'll, I'll just say specifically, I'll pick on my family. Um, our dreams are not um, are not just I'll say sporadic. It's like our dreams tend to be our astral our astral traveling at night. When we wake up, it's like and remember stuff. It's it's been an astral happening event. Um, so it's not just, you know, but, but I, yeah, I know, you know, but there are the precognitive dreams, you know, where people, you know, they have a dream about something and then it happens and it's like, now I can't tell you how often that has happened to my son, my, my youngest one here. Uh, he had, you know, when he was littler, he had a lot of precognitive dreams. It was like, you know, we'd get in the moment, I mean, and he'd go, oh, I had a dream about this. I, you know, like two years ago, mom was like, I dreamed this very thing. It's happening right now. You know, and, and some yeah. of it was just ordinary mundane stuff, you know, that we were just doing in the moment. And he, all of a sudden he just, you know, stopped like a deer in headlights and go, I had a dream about this. I was like, okay, cool. So he's been having, you know, precognitive dreams. I mean, it wasn't anything earth shattering. You know, it was just like I said, ordinary everyday life. Um, you know, so you know there's what cognitive, I, there's, there's warnings, there's, you know, there's, um, you know, happy things. There's, there's all, I can't remember all the, all the different, you know, types of dreams there are, but it's like, there's a lot that are usually foreshadowing things. Do you know what, do you want to hear something, Kelly? I, there was one that this is why I've been looking it up and why I love talking about dreams. My daughter, you say precognitive, I say prophetic. So I, you sure. know, my daughter dreams prophetically, meaning she'll dream about something that she knows nothing about, and then all of a sudden right. it happened. It but happened. what I wanted, to, yeah, <laughs> right. But what, I, but what I didn't know, and what, well, I, that I did know, I just didn't know it was the name of it. I used to have a reoccurring dream that I, I think I, uh, if I didn't tell everybody about, uh, someday you might want to hear it. It's very interesting because I was the culprit. <laughs> but and and I, and I will get into it. But what I was looking up was. And this is so interesting. It's called announcing dreams. Did you ever hear of announcing dreams? Um, I will say I think uh, yeah. I'll say I have just 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 from that old document where um, I believe it was Gabriel, you know, or Joseph had a announcing dream and said, you know, this is going to happen. <laughs> Somebody well, told him. They gave him a heads up. <laughs> so yeah, well, I you know, that. I only wish they. I don't wish they keep giving me heads ups, but the announcing dream I wanted to tell you about what I thought was just so cool and why, you know, we're going to spend some time talking about dreams in different shows uh, if, if everybody likes that and, and we'll go to the audience once, once we are done, I'm telling my, my little tales, but I was at the doctor's yeah. office 
and she was pregnant. And I'm thinking, yeah, and I didn't even know that. And when I talked to her, she said that the strangest thing happened. And she said, about a month ago, she said, I knew I'd be pregnant. And I said, how? And she said, about a month ago, I dreamed that I was laying down on a bed and this baby, I heard this baby cry and I looked and it was falling. And so I grabbed it just as it was falling off the bed. I couldn't see where it would have fallen to, but I grabbed it and I put it next to me, the baby. And the baby said to me, hi, mommy, my name is Ezekiel and I'm coming. And then she she didn't dream it. it that that was the end but she knew well she's pregnant it's to a month to the day and so she says oh ezekiel or zadikal i don't remember what the name was she said but it was a z she said do you think it's okay i said honey he was announcing he was coming but i said ezekiel is an archangel so i said wow. i wonder if a piece of Ezekiel is actually going to reincarnate, because they, you know, we do have pieces and different DNAs of different, you know, uh, uh, people and places. And, you know, I'm thinking she keeps calling the baby Ezekiel. And I, she says, I never even thought of the name. And I never, been, she's, yes, I, I, I want to, I'm saying Ezekiel, but I'm going to find out because I have to go back next week. But she says, I don't even know what the name means. I looked it up. She said, do you think it's nice? I said, well, of course I do. But, you know, it'll be, and when she asked me, the, the reason she, she said it is because she said, I'm pregnant. Do you know what I'm going to have? And I said, well, I don't like predicting. No, I could be 50-50 right i said but you know i am psychic and i said i do hear it's a boy and then she told me about this dream <laughs> so wow I, zachiel or ezekiel i i have to find it out because it's a weird name especially in her family so that is the coolest thing i have you know I, I, just recently and and dreams to me kelly have all different you can have like scattered dreams where they they're crazy dreams right. you don't even be able to make yeah. sense of them some people don't don't remember their dreams which is me usually and right. if i do then better listen and you know these are yeah. prophetic dreams things that happen and you you know usually they're not of the greatest you know you don't really see a big prophetic dream of the queen getting married you know <laughs> you see a prophetic dream of an airplane going down so we're church right. so, uh, you, so it, it's kind of very interesting dreams um especially when you have a reoccurring dream did you ever have a reoccurring right. dream Kelly? Yes, I had several of them when I was little. Yeah, I did. And what was the, when you, when you solved the issue, because this is what happened with me, when you solved and figured out what the meaning of it was, I've never dreamed it again. So it stopped. So the message is in you know, having to find out sure the I message. Ever, I, I'm not sure I ever did. It's like, I, I, I mean, I still remember them vividly. Um, mm -hmm. They were three very distinctive dreams. Um, the one, the one I'll share um, here it was just, it, it was a really simple one. It was like I was at the cliff of the Grand Canyon or someplace, you know, like that, like really high, and I fell off, and I was falling. 
And it's like, and the bottom would start to come up and then it would just all of a sudden open up again. So I just kept falling, falling, falling. And then pretty soon there was like these huge bears like on the, on the cliff side and they were reaching out and trying to, you know, trying to grab me and try to claw me in. But I was afraid of them because of their huge claws. And so I, you know, I shriek and, you know, and I try to push myself away from them and I kept falling. So it's like, I never did reach the bottom because the bottom just kept disappearing. Uh, but I had that one multiple times when I was little. It's like, you know, I'm going to say four or five, six years old. I had that one. I, I don't know. I don't know what the falling thing is about. I know they have like a, like a definition for falling dreams, but I'm just, I'm not sure what it was supposed to be. Well, I'll tell you what I'm picking up and you know, it's only me, but I'm picking up, uh, the falling you were at. So you astral travel and you know, you barely stay in this world. So you were going through the, uh, different parts of the universe, which is why you really weren't going to ever hit the bottom because we wouldn't hit the bottom. Ah. But the, the, the bears beside you that were trying to grab you, you don't trust. So the, had you trusted them, you would have smiled. They would have put out their paw and grabbed you in. But you don't want to be grabbed in because that would mean you'd have to be in one plane. And so you didn't trust ah. that you'd be able to keep going and to be able to do what you need to do in the astral world. So you didn't grab them because you, would, you knew that if you did, you'd have to stay on one plane. So that's, that's what I'm picking oh, up for you. That makes, that makes <laughs> and, a lot of sense. Well, listen. The other, the other, the other one. I'll say the other one. I used to have uh, dreams of I. I was riding Pegasus. Remember that? That was a winged horse, and it's like oh, I did I find out that. what that meant. Finally, it's like that is about astral travel. I said that a lot of times that is how children will astral travel is they get on the back of Pegasus, yeah. the flying horse, and he flies them. And it's like, and I did that. I mean, you know, years. I said, you know, especially after I'd gotten real horses. You know, um, I I rode Pegasus. I'm not going to say every night, but it's like. Um, I dreamed a lot about the flying dreams. So it's like, I, yeah, <laughs> I think we have to travel every night, whether we know it or not. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did, the, the big question I'm going to say, if you, if you rode Pegasus every night, did you have leg chaff in between from, <laughs> from getting on the no, horse? That was, the, that was one good advantage. Well, for starters, the roading bareback, <laughs> but no, it's like, it was, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you don't chafe for chap on the astral plane. <laughs> Yes. Well, I just, you know, that was my own throwing in. But I have to tell you what mine was, because I do want to show you a dream about how you might not be doing that you can change your behavior because of knowing who what your dream is about. And then we'll get to the callers because we've got I'm so happy we've got plenty of them. So here's what I and I want to say hello to everyone in chat before I do tell you I want to say hello to everybody who's on the line. Please stay on the line. We're getting to you. And you know, the question's going to be, what are your dreams? Do you have any reoccurring dreams? And can you tell us? The other question is, if you don't, and a lot of people don't remember their dreams, pick an angel. Right. Let us tell you a little bit about them. So, but before I do that, and I want everybody in chat to know I can't see you because I'm on a different screen. So if you think I'm answering you, the, re the answer is no, because I can't get there. But I do go back and forth. <laughs> so I do want to thank everybody for being in there. Now, the dream I had, I went to, believe it or not, about 30 years ago which really Ooh. shows my age. Ah! 
maybe maybe even more, <laughs> nope, maybe 35 <laughs> years ago, um, I kept having this reoccurring dream. And it bothered me so much that I went to a psychic back then who was very, she was uh, recommended to me by um, a, uh, we all can't read ourselves. And I didn't, of course, have the show. And I didn't really know where to begin. And I couldn't get it. I just couldn't get it. And I knew it meant something. So I went to this right. very, very, in fact, she still practices today. I haven't seen her in probably 20 years, but she does Disney wow. executive, big executive. She's, uh, she did um, Elvis's Presley's family. So I knew that she could. So when I walked into her room, she looked and she said, your dreams. I said, yeah. She goes, let's talk about that. <laughs> so I'm wow. like, okay. Yeah, that's what I said. Her name was Monty. And, um, and what she said was this, when I told her the reoccurring dream, it was two. One, it was that I dreamed that I, there was a big, and I was opening the door for my daughter to go out to school. This, this, the, uh, she went to private school, so the private school bus came, and I opened the door, and as she was running with her little pigtails and her uniform, this big anaconda, it was green and yellow, big, big anaconda. Went to grab her and bit her. And she looked at me and she said, Mommy. And I said, Get on the bus, get on the bus. And I thought to myself, I worried the whole day because I thought that she was poisoned and I didn't know. And I was waiting by the phone. And she got off the bus and I watched her get off the bus. And she said, Mommy, I don't feel good. And the dream ended. The next dream I had wow. was saying, the same situation. My son, the same night, my son ran out of the to the school bus, and the anaconda was there and wrapped itself around my son and 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 bit him. And I screamed, "Arthur!" And he goes, "Don't worry, mom, I can handle it." And he got in the school bus. So it kept coming every wow. every, every six months. He goes, "I'm fine." That's what he said. Every and I waited for him to get home, and he got home, and he just jumped right off the bus. My fears were so bad that you know my kids were going to get bit by snakes because God only knows I do live in Florida. <laughs> so when I I didn't really think about it, and when she said to me, Bonnie, you're the you're the anaconda. She said, your daughter, you are stifling her. You aren't letting her breathe, and she depends on you for life. Your son. He could care less. He brushes you off and does his own thing. And, you know, after she told me that, <laughs> I never had that dream again. <laughs> so I, I, I wow. took my behavior and looked at it and I thought, wow, she's right. And so I've never, 25 years have had that dream. And that's how wow. we, finding out, you know, what we dream can actually help us if it's, if, you know, right. because your dream, Kelly, was interesting because uh, part of that is that you don't want to stay on this this uh, surface, <laughs> and you don't trust I like people. This is <laughs> yeah. <Disney's> great, <laughs> but but you don't trust people enough to to uh, to want to stay, and that's interesting because I always think you look like Miss Frizzle, which drives around in a bus, astral bus, <laughs> teaching around bus. kids. I love so, that show. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they, yeah, I wish so, they still made it. They quit making it. So, And you are the earth mother, so it's interesting about your dreams. But anyway, we're going to um, we're gonna get to the audience. And 
And so we want to know what your dreams are. We want to know, Kelly and I want to know, and, and then go ahead, Cal. One quick comment. Um, I do know that snakes can also represent transformation. So it's not always about, it's not always about poisoning things. Cause there is, I'll say mm-hmm. there was one notable dream that I had involving snakes and I mm-hmm. really freaked me out. So I went to a union dream therapist and, you know, we discussed it inside and outside. And um, in that context, it's like snakes, of course, if you look at animals speak, also represent transformation because how a snake, you yeah. know, sheds its skin to grow, you know, that kind of stuff. So anytime, you know, dreaming about snakes is not necessarily a bad thing. It can represent no. transformation in your life. So, yeah. Well, I, I totally agree with you. I, I believe it's really an individual dream. Everybody's dream of, you yeah. know, drug, sex, and rock and roll doesn't mean you're having drug, sex, and rock and roll. It could be recognized that you need more fun in your life. So, you know, ever I think it's individual. Um, although when the same reoccurring comes up, like if you see a snake in your dream and it's a poisonous snake and you keep seeing it right. and you're very afraid of it, then it's going to have a symbol. And I agree with right. you. I think... I feel, and snake is also Kundalini energy. It's all about the, right. you know, getting your, yep. getting your metaphysical toot on, you know I mean? So it, right. it's interesting. And the, but these weren't snakes. These were anacondas. Not, you know, anacondas are pretty big. So even though they're snakes. They're, they're, they're also like a <laughs> squeezer. They're not, they're not really a biter. You know, they're like, I think anacondas right. and the, they're in the constrictor, the constrictors. There we go. The constrictor family. So they're like the pythons and the, you know, that kind of stuff. So they wrap around you and squeeze you. <laughs> they don't necessarily yeah. bite you. <laughs> well, At least I they're guess not I was. I guess I was squeezing them to death is what they were telling me. So it was, it was an interesting, it was an interesting concept. And then there's other, yeah. And then there's other dreams about, and like I said, we're going to get to 202 in a a minute, but then there, there's other dreams that are really cool. And they're all about, you know, um, who you were in the past life and that. Right. And I had some of those. I had started to have those in my twenties and thirties. Yeah. Those are well, who were you? Throw one out. Throw one out for me before we actually get to. Throw. Who were you? Um, Merlin. Um, I was, I, I was kind you? of a. I, I was somebody who lived in. I was a male who lived in a South American jungle, and the crux of the story was I in the tribe I was in. It's like I stuck up for the outsiders because the. The, the people that I was with were very cruel and, and mean to like, you know, if they had prisoners or people and I spoke up in behalf, you know, kind of like the Lorax spoke for the trees. It's like, I spoke up in behalf of the, of the people that they were mistreating. And for my efforts, um, they did like a foot torture on me and crippled me for life as their own tribe member. So yeah, it wasn't. Cool. Oh. Do you have any trouble <laughs> with your feet? Do you have any trouble with your feet, which would be interesting. Not this, you know, not this go around, not this go around. I don't know. So I love that. Anybody, your dreams are up for grabs here. So let us know. Do you have any reoccurring dreams? And uh, if you do, what do you think they mean? So 212, you are on with the angels of dreams. Noah, (laughs) you're on with the angels. Hi, 212, you're on. Yes, hi. Uh, My name is Brent, B-R-Y-N, Brent. Hi, Brent. And, Hi, Brent. Hi there. And uh, I do have a question, but I'll tell you my dream is that uh, I have a reoccurring theme in my dreams where 
I might be on my way somewhere and I might have like a, a suitcase or a bag or, or whatever knapsack with me and then I, I, I lose track of where I'm going and then I put the bag down and then I've lost the bag and then I miss the boat or I miss the, you know, or the train and it's that kind of theme where I'm, I miss something like I'm carrying something and then I lose it and I can't find it and then it's, it's a total frustration theme dream that takes on many uh, is it a, is it a reoccurring one, Bryn? Well, yeah, it's, it's fairly reoccurring. Yeah, I mean, I've had it for a while. You miss an opportunity, so you, it's like yes. getting your stuff together. <laughs> I got that one. It's like you you you, you know you're, get, yeah. you're getting your stuff together and you're prepared for something, and then it's like there's a window of time there, and, and you literally and you miss the boat or you know and you miss the train. It's like and you're missing. You're missing windows of opportunities. You're missing things that are that are passing you by in life, and it's like, and it's it wasn't because you weren't prepared for them, but it's like all of a sudden you got either distracted or you know something happened, and you know you just weren't, you know, you like you say, you like I, I forgot where I was and forgot what I was doing. It's like you know, set my suitcase down. It's like you know, you, you're forgetting your stuff. Yeah. You you get it together and then you lose it. It's like, and then you miss your window of time for whatever opportunity that that was going on. I get that totally. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, Kelly, you were reading my mind. Te you must be. I'm sorry. You must be telepathic. <laughs> you must be telepathic. Grin. Yeah, grin. That was the easy one. But what isn't easy is the fact yeah. that why does it keep happening? And you're not. Happening. You're not creating. Yeah, you're not creating the milieu to correct it. That's what happened with me with my dream. So now, when you know I'm, that, I'm curious to know his birthday though. I, I, what, 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 yeah, yeah, me too. Vincent, I, I, I want to know his birthday. Okay, what's your birthday, Bren? Oh, God, he's a cancer. July, July 3rd, what? July 3rd, 1956. 56, okay. Okay, I'll do some He's a year here. older than me. Yeah, I got to tell you something, Bryn. I'm glad you brought this dream up, and Kelly couldn't have answered it better. Exactly. You're missing opportunities in life. You're ready. You're prepared. You have came with all the tools. You do realize that. You're human. We, we You have a brain. And you are you are absolutely equipped with all the tools you need. The problem is that you're scared to jump the leap, to take the leap of faith. So you're missing the opportunities. You want to go, you want to do it, but you really can't. You keep missing the boat because you're afraid. I could feel it that you're afraid to take those opportunities as to what will happen next. So. Um, I, I, it'll be interesting to hear what Kelly says about your cards, but uh, in order for you to get rid of that dream, you have to stand up and say, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for every opportunity. I'm going to look around that corner before I take that train. I'm going to get the schedule. I'm going to know when to be there, and I'm going to stand there, and I'm going to get on that train one way or the other. And the only way you can do that is to be, you know, subconsciously, your conscious is telling you that you think you're ready, you got the tools, but you are not ready. You're not allowing yourself to see the opportunities that are in front of you because you really feel you're not ready. But, but because you packed that bag, you are ready. But it's you subconsciously. So, Kelly, what are you picking up? Um, okay, he is his birth card. You're a queen of diamonds. Um, right. You know, you're Cancerian, and you're, you're the monkey. Uh, 
your numbers add up to a 31, which adds down to a four. So it's really oh, interesting yeah. because you are, you know, the life, yeah, the I know, it's like 31 is, you know, it's the opposite of 13, but it's like, you know, uh, but the but the four number, it's like, you know, you're, you're in a lot of ways, you know, very, yeah, karma, but, you know, very stable. It's like, you know, in a lot of things, you're, you know, you're very stable and cancer is very home loving. Uh, but that queen of diamonds tells me a lot. It's like for starters, you know, you're in the royal house. Um, you probably, you know, as you were growing up or, you know, in, in your lifetime, I'm going to say you're, you've probably been the go-to person for a lot of people. Queens tend to gather people. Um, they tend to gather the, the wounded wing birds, if you will. You know, they tend to gather people who, uh, you know, you become their confidant, their counselor, their, uh, you know, the unpaid counselor, unless you're professionally counseling. Um, and the diamond, you're, you're an adult of the deck. You know, when you were a kid, you just, it was like, you know, you couldn't wait, wait to catch up, you know, for your years to catch up for, you know, for your body because diamond children hate to have, you know, be bossed around and told what to do because they're like, you know, they're like the little adults in the thing going, I can do this, I can do this, you know, and unless you have parents who are squashing you down and going, no, you can't. It's like, it's almost like uh, finding Nemo where Marlon didn't have any faith in Nemo, <laughs> but Nemo said, yes, I can, you know, he just kept doing it anyway. <laughs> um, so, and then the, the other, the other part of that, there's, there's another interesting thing with the queen of diamonds in terms of relationships. Um, Queen of Diamonds, it says, runs neck and neck with the Three of Diamonds uh, as having the most difficult relationship path patterns, okay? Um, it's a lot of times you'll find Queen of Diamonds people are married, you know, two or three times. Um, they really have significant things unless the other card is in. I don't have that. I don't have my one that gives me the planetary ruler, rulers right now. Um, Unless the other card is kind of mitigating and helps that, it's like you have a lot of issues with relationship. Although you do have with that diamond, you ha- you tend to get uh, because you're here to examine your values. You have a lot of things happening um, uh, financially. I'll say you know it's like you get a lot of your life lessons through money, through the monetary things. And as a diamond, you sometimes tend to look at people you know that you've you know dated or with or whatever. And they have a price on their head. It's like, you know, how, what is their value? Because the diamonds are about valuing. And it's like, what is important to you? So that's, uh, you know, and monkeys. Okay, I, I want to talk a little bit about, about the monkeys. Because people in the monkey here, very clever. Think of the little monkeys like, you know, like the organ grinder, you know, the little monkeys like that. Uh, monkey, very clever, very quick, very, um, you know, just um, dexterous. You know, uh, there are you know, a lot of positive things about that. But they can also be a little bit sneaky. <laughs> if they really oh, want something, they can find a way. They can find a way around things. It's like, you know, if that organ grinder's got the dates hidden in his pocket, you know, they can they can distract him and, you know, reach, you know, while they're while they're cuddling him, you know, with the tail, drawing the tail across the mustache, they're reaching the hand in the pocket and picking his pocket to get the dates, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. A lot of different, lot of different uh, talents and abilities there. <laughs> okay, yeah. Bonnie, he's well, on ask- <laughs> Oh, thank you. Bryn, what was your question? I just wanted, I guess, a message from the angels. Well, I will tell you, your message, I think you got it loud and clear in the beginning. You are are afraid of something, and you are not willing to put your foot forward because you're afraid that you will succeed. I mean, because that's the whole idea about that suitcase, okay? If that suitcase was empty and you didn't have a suitcase... I would say that you are afraid you weren't here with tools that would make you succeed, but you got the suitcase. It's you are, it's, it, you know, it show, they're showing me you stepping in your own way. 
So the message from us or from the, your angels actually are this, that you've got to put your, for your best foot forward and you have got to take the leap of faith. And I don't know what they're talking about because you haven't asked me anything, but what they're showing me is you need to take the leap of faith. If you are thinking about something that you need to take the leap of faith and trust that it will go your way, that you will come out with a yes, that you will actually succeed. And that whatever you're putting your effort into, as long as you're trying your best and pushing yourself to the limit of being, you know, of coming outside your box, you are going to succeed. And this could be relationships, this could be job opportunities, and this could be home and family. And uh, they're showing me the gamut is all of it. Um, do you have, uh, do you have a, a female in spirit? Yeah, that's who I'm seeing as your grandma because I never like to say mother because I don't know how old people are. Some mothers die young like mine. And then other ones, the grandmother is come in a second position. But some when they make me feel like they're your mother, it makes me feel that you were either close to them or they loved you dearly. So this one I feel because she's she's coming in. The mother position means either you loved her and thought of her like a mother or she loved yeah. you like a son. Right. So, right, exactly. so what she, she's the one that's bringing you this message, not me. She's the one that said, right. you've got to put your first foot forward. And she said, and it's really weird because I don't use this language, but she said, I love you, dear. So I don't know if you, <laughs> I don't use the word dear. So I don't know if she did, yeah, she would, but she's, she yeah. Yeah, she said, I love you, dear, and I am never far from where you are. Uh, she also is giving me the idea that you know that, that you know she's right. close to you. Okay, and she, yeah, she says, you can feel, she, she says, I don't need you to tell him, is what she's saying. <laughs> Sorry, but she's saying that in a dearing way, meaning she knows that you know she's there. And she just wants to, um, she's lighting a candle. Did you have any type of, she's lighting a beautiful candle, like a long, thin, tapered white candle. So either you have a hot, you have somewhere she used to light candles or she's lighting your way, which, uh, you know, she's giving me a symbol and smiling. So for you, for me, that, that, makes me tend to think that she's helping you out in, in, in whatever you are doing. Is there anything you want to know from her before I ask her to step back? No, that's fine. I think I've, I've gotten a lot of help from both of you. And I appreciate your I, I have a I have a little bit of addition I want to add here because I, I got some stuff I wrote down. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, what I got was... Oh, and the grandmother's give- listening. And the grandmother's listening. She wants me to tell you. Okay, so. good enough. That better be okay. clean, Okay. Oh, it is. It's like, but it was get rid of the negative speech or the negative messages. Um, Anthony Robbins, it takes 21 days to change a habit. Um, get rid of the fear of success. And it's, it's like the, the book, The Secret by Rhonda Byrne, but it's something about go back and dig up. Remember, be an archaeologist in your, in your brain. Um, there was something that somebody said that they like placed a negative message or a negative seed in your mind when you were little, when you were little. 
Um, and it's you, you took it and you owned it like your own and you believed it and it's time to get rid of that. It's it's actually a weed. It's like it's it's something that is holding you back because you believe it and you're giving credence to it. So be an archaeologist. Yeah, it's 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 like it's yeah, it's like a fear of success. It's like um, you know, I mean and that that can be a lot of different things like, you know, um people telling you things like, Well, you're not good enough or you know, you're never gonna do that or you know, I mean just you know, just those kind of things, but it's like it's something it's something that left an emotion with you. It's something that somebody told you that left an emotional, you know, divot, if you will, um, okay. that you're, you know, you're, it's unconscious right now. I mean, it's like, you know, you're going to have to go back and think about this and play excavator. And I'm talking about, you know, in your grade school, like kindergarten, first, second, third grade. It's like, it's when you were little. Somebody somewhere along the line said something to you that negatively impacted you. And it's like, but it just kind of left you with that, Oh well, you know, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm I'm not going to make it or whatever. But it's like that's that's part of what's impeding your progress right now. All right, thank you so much. All right, Bryn, please call us back and let us know. Yeah, please call us right. back. Talk to your grandmom. She's always there to help you and let us know how you are doing. You're welcome. Bye bye. And, 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 and use use Anthony Robbins techniques to you know do that 21 days to change a habit. It's like because you can, you absolutely can. All right. I'm moving on, Cal. <laughs> What okay. a beautiful, <laughs> got it. beautiful, beautiful message he got from Spirit. I love Spirit so much. Cool. Okay. Yeah, we all do. But 707, of course, it's, you know, it's all about me, Kelly. 407. <laughs> At least I always think it is. 407, you, like you are pretend it does. We know you better. Yes. If it was really all about you, you wouldn't be on here doing what you do. So <laughs> we know better. You're, right. you're absolutely right. I just like to fool you. Okay, 707, you're on with the angels. Hi. Yes, I'm on with the angels. Hi, this is Kathleen. <laughs> I don't want to you guys so yes, much. I'm starting to recognize her voice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I do. God, you guys are so good. Um, and you were talking about um, patterns and numbers. And I've called yes. it before, and I keep getting Ezekiel. And, but I didn't check it out, you know. And then I saw it on Facebook. And then I'm listening, mm. and Bonnie mentions him again. It's like, okay, if you're going to get messages, <laughs> wow. you've got to do some work here. You know, you can't just call in and ask. you got to get off your butt and do something. So I just really appreciate you guys. Oh, cool. that's Thank so you. sweet. Well, well listen, what, what Kathleen. What I got for you is like, life is not a spectator sport, so absolutely put, you, put your Nike swishes on and go do it. Just do it. <laughs> I got it. I got it. You know, and I talked to you guys last week, and I said, you know, I'm going to Tahoe, and I just really asked that you right. put some protection, and everybody's going to have a good time. It yes. was the best weather, oh, absolutely cool. superb. Nobody got hurt. Everybody Excellent. did skiing down the slope except for me, and it was <laughs> fabulous. Oh, come on. Even the bunny slope. You, you can do the bunny slope. I know I you can. I did a massage. I got a massage, oh, okay. you know. <laughs> that. But, you know, Kathleen, that's why no one got hurt. So you did a good job. <laughs> yeah. Because I went and got a massage? Yes. Yes. That's sure. exactly it. So, so yeah. everyone was happy. Oh, Kathleen, I'm so happy to hear that. I'm, I'm really, fun. really happy to hear that. Thank you Can you, you tell so us about much. I, 
you are fabulous and you are welcome but you have had can you tell us do you have any reoccurring dreams or do you have any dreams you want to share um you know um my mom passed away say last year and i dream mm -hmm. about her and i still dream about telling her boyfriend off over and over <laughs> <laughs> Does Sit him down her? in the chair and go ahead and tell him off. <laughs> well, I kind of okay. have, and I'm not communicating with him anymore because it's just not healthy. Right. Right. But I guess there must be some residue left or I wouldn't have the dream, right? Uh, well, what, what I'm talking about is not necessarily facing him, but it's like right. sitting, you know, sitting the empty chair across from you and having that conversation with him across from you. And it's like, and after you're done, say, hey, by the way, my angels, uh, I want you guys to listen in because you guys can get this verbatim and go tell his angels and he can have a dream. So, you know, yeah, that was that. It's called the angelic telegraph. And that's exactly there Kelly just described it to you. <laughs> so. <laughs> Totally. Um, thank you. Reading you today, Bonnie. Is that what it is? <laughs> you, are. you are. It's scary at this point. But you know what, Kathleen? I was just going to say the same thing. You need what you need to do is ask your angels to uh -huh. talk to his angels and tell him how you feel, because that's the best way. If you can't, like you know, I tend to do it in person, and then I tend to have to eat crow sometimes. So the thing is, I have not been taught that that great. But the angelic <laughs> telegraph is one of the most gentle, most fabulous, awesome ways to let someone know who's either abusing you, has abused somebody, has hurt you, has hurt somebody, um, because their angels will talk to the other angels, and they're the ones that make a difference in that person. That's the ones that can change that person. Yeah. So I, if, yeah, Kelly did a great job at explaining it. Just sit down on that chair, call your angels in and say, I would like to use the angelic telegraph. Could my angels please portray this message to his angels for, and because I can't, I, 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 I because in this life I'll get too angry and see if that doesn't help you. Okay, let's see if the dreams kind of stop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, um, I know that you had that you have had some tragedy in your life. It was tragedy of young people in your life, of which I think we talked about last week because um, he's shaking yeah. his head here. Yes, yes, yes. That'll help. So, um, and it's weird because you think your mom would come through with that, but it isn't. It's really your nephew. Maybe it's your son, actually. Um, that's coming My through. Time, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and nope, he's shaking his head. I feel like it's your nephew or who, 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 who passed away just recently? Was it your nephew? My nephew. nephew. Uh-huh. And the that's weird. Accident. Hit his head, remember? Yeah. I'm, that's weird because I, I would expect the other two to be there, but you know, I'm going to tell you right now, he's real engaged with anybody that can hear him. So he's letting you know with a big head shake, please do that. Because um, what he's saying is, oh, well, you would know. Life is too short to continue um, with, with feelings like this. And he said that, uh, and what's interesting, <laughs> oh, God, I don't want to use this term, but he said it'll only kill you if you don't. 
So apparently there's feelings that he knew that maybe he should have said or passed by that were, you know, eating him up inside. So uh-huh. what he's saying is this would be a great thing for you to do and um, get rid of all of your, um, and he's kind of saying the word, and I don't think you have it, but he's kind of using the word guilt. So I'm not sure why he's, he's associating guilt with this, but um, well, what he's saying is you need, go ahead. That makes perfect sense. I mean, I work with guilt all the time. You know, people used to say if there was any guilt left over, don't worry, Kathleen will take it. (laughs) (laughs) You are so right on. Okay. One of the things that they... Go ahead, go ahead, Callie. Go for yeah, it. One, one, of the, one of the one of the one of the things they gave me for her that that is it's it's like a I don't know if you call it letter therapy or what you call it, but it's like um, get a piece of paper, write down everything, make it tangible, write it down, read it, and then burn it. And then if you still have stuff left over, write stuff again and read it and burn it. And it's like keep doing it. It's like I went through what I call that letter therapy for about three months one time in my life because I was so angry and so upset at one particular person it's like I would write them like a five-page letter read it over burn it it's like and next day I'd do the same thing I'd write them about a five or six-page letter read it over and burn it and it's like but it took me three months and I finally got it out <laughs> I oh, finally good. got wow. the okay good you know so it may take a while it's not gonna you know sometimes it's an overnight process and sometimes it's not sometimes you have to do it and do it and do it and do it because there's a lot that festers and it's like you know but do yeah. it until you go okay I'm good Oh, good. Well, Kathleen, good. I, I just, I, I, I love, you know, you are so wonderful. I, if everybody would, would look at what Kathleen does, she takes everything on board. She's happy. Yes. Everyone has issues, you know, in life. We all do. We have tragedy that, you know, I keep looking at this as the comedy and tragedy uh, place to be. We have happiness, then they take it away. We have tragedy. We have happiness, then something else happens and we lose this. So I always call it Earth School. But Kathleen, you're one of the best souls that I know that understand all of that. That you might not be able to, you know, understand all the grasp of it in the long, you know, in the long term, but you certainly are able to grasp it and understand uh, here. And so that's why I love when people come through for you. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know oh, what I'm saying. Just what they told me. You're well, welcome, you, it's Kathy. because you guys are there to listen. And I really appreciate your service. Oh, well, we love that. We, without you being here to listen to our service, we wouldn't have a service. Just remember that, Kathleen. <laughs> yes. Which, let me tell you, can drive anyone crazy. So. The divine, uh, like, they, they give me a word for that. It's, it's called the divine drama. What you were just describing, Bonnie, is, yes. is they call it, they called it the divine drama. Cause it's like, it's the, remember the drama with the, the comedy on one side and the tragedy on the other, you know, the mask. Yes. And it's like, yes. yes, you have that happy and sad and you, we get to experience the gamut of emotions here on this planet because yes. that's what we came down for. That's yes. what we came to do was experience. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's all and about you know, how every we t- handle it. It is all about how we handle it. It's like, do we handle oh, yeah. it with grace and with love, you know, or do we go off our rocker and just get all nasty and bitter? So it's like, yeah. it's all about having it with a sense of love and being able to discharge things and not let things hang on to our soul and not let things make us bitter or angry. Yeah. Right. And that Kathleen, so you're true. doing a beautiful, you're doing a beautiful job of it. And the only Absolutely. suggestion I have, 
The only suggestion I have, and this is, I have to do, I'm, you know, I keep hearing, (laughs) don't do as I do. Do as I say, not as I do. Okay, because I, I, (laughs) right? Because I, because I don't do what I'm going to tell you to do, and I really need to do it more. But um, they're saying to me because you do take on a lot, and you do uh, feel for others a lot. Just make sure that you release it. And um, we gave many ways to do it. Um, Jerry did a great job in telling us how to release it in two seconds. And you know, I do it in the shower. I pretend that I'm in the shower if I'm not in the shower and I, you know, I'll take a rainbow light and wash it over me and wash all the negative uh, emotions that I pick up from myself or others. Cause you, you do pick up emotions from others and let it wash down the drain. Uh, Jerry between clients, he takes his hands. He, he, it's like he dips them in water, you know, almost like a baptism of mm-hmm. some sort and he shakes it out and he shakes all the negative energies entities spirits and emotions that he picks up for himself and others and then he starts with a clean slate so it takes one second but i'm seeing that you really need to do that more often because you do pick up other people's energies so and you wow. need those fluorite okay. rocks have, have, have you visited your local rock shop and have you picked up the fluorite rocks because that the fluorite um it the the energy and stuff you know will stick to the fluorite and not to you and then you cleanse your rocks Okay. Oh, I love okay. that. Okay. All right, Kathleen. Yeah. Well, listen, we hope we gave you. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, oh, I, I tried to mop my floors with vinegar and water, and that helps too. Oh, definitely. Vinegar, it's yeah, vinegar is your... a real good. It's a real good cleanser. Yeah. For, yeah, because for somebody... not just not just physical things, but us too. Right. Oh, listen. Somebody oh, yeah. told me to take take in some vinegar. Okay, they told me two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar with mother and then and put it in a little tiny glass i drank that oh my god i thought i was going to burn my throat i thought i had scarring i didn't know what to do i started to almost try i couldn't even talk i, I understand We're that it does eight ounces of water <laughs> you're supposed to have eight ounces of water with that too <laughs> ah, it was horrible oh my go. god that I was more water <laughs> Yeah. I, so now what I did is I put it in a little water and I put a lot of uh, uh, Truvia, which is a natural stevia, because I can't drink that. You've got to be kidding. But anyway, that's that's <laughs> so I did hear that about vinegar. But what I'm talking about is your physical body, because even though you're going to cleanse everything around you, your physical body's got to be cleansed. So look right. at some cleansing, you, you know, as far it. as like emotional. Yes. So, all right, well, call us back if you need any more information. And, you know, we love hearing from you, Kathleen. Yes, and no, I listen to you guys all the time. I'm just not in chat. Oh, that's so, so sweet. So you say, make a, make, a trip, make a point to go shopping. Go sh- go shop at the local rock shop and get your fluorite. <laughs> yes. You I will. I and, will. Okay, thank you. It's going to sound really funny, but talk to the rocks and, and, and get the rocks that, that talk to you and grab you because you'll be attracted to certain ones of them. All right, okay, Kathleen. Thank you. Thank you. Right, bye-bye. Welcome. Thanks for um, listening. She's, she's so sweet. Um, cool. I just love uh, speaking with her. She's just always up, energetic, and she really loves uh, just a chat show, and, and I love that. I mean, you know, typical... What I love, you know, is, is just chatting about metaphysics, listening to everybody, giving messages. I mean, what? I could do this all day. Okay, so <laughs> five, one, six. 
you are on with the angels. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hi. Who are we speaking with? This is Randy. Hi, Randy. Randy, can you tell us if you've had any dreams? Dreams? Uh, Reoccurring dreams? What do you think of dreams? I have a lot of animal dreams. Like, I do have, I have snake dreams. And recently I had a dream. I had an owl in my dream. Um, an eagle in my dream. It was the same dream. An eagle and a, and a monkey. So I looked up the animals to see what the representation was to see if there was any meaning why they were in my dream. So, I, yeah. Well, like what did you go? We're curious. What did you come up with? And are they reoccurring dreams? Do you what? What kind of dreams are they? Is it a one-time dream? Is it a message dream? Is it a, you know, interpretation dream? Is it a recurring dream? What? What is it? Once that you had it and. What did you come up with that the animals, because absolutely animals mean things in our dream. They're symbols. They're also breathing, living, you know, uh, energy, just like we are. So what, what did you figure it out? What did you figure out from that dream? And why did you look it up? Did you, were you curious that that many animals were in your dream? Um, well, I had, those weren't reoccurring. The animals that just seen in weren't reoccurring. Hmm. But um, I've had snake dreams that were recurring, and I always feel like that's a fear kind of dream. But the well, what, that came uh, in, the... hmm? I don't know why I don't know why I'm hearing. I, I, it's clipped for you're me, Kelly. Are you hearing? Yeah, it's yeah, probably. Like, what are, I'm are you on? Are you on speakerphone? I'm. I'm not. I hear it too. And I'm. I don't have anybody in my house, so I don't know. <laughs> this is me, well, and my dog. Yes. Yeah, back it's back feeding yeah it's, it's yeah it's something with the with the mics yeah because i can hear kelly perfect so and we're at a different place so anyway i love that you have dreams and i love that you recognize your dreams snakes you just heard what kelly said if you're having recurring snake dreams and you're afraid of them it could be that you're afraid of or you're running away from them it transformation, something in your life that's going to transform you and and take you to somewhere else that you aren't real sure about. Or it could be that they're opening up your Kundalini energy and you don't know if you're ready for that. So what kind of dream? I'm curious. What did you dream about the snakes? Uh, well, those weren't recent. The recent ones was the um, eagle, the um, monkey, and the owls. And okay. The, the owls were behind, were white owls behind glass. The eagle landed. Um, I don't know. I don't really know what the dream was about. It was so weird. <laughs> I, well, I, I don't really know what it was go about. Ahead. <laughs> it was, but the, I think the eagle, the eagle represents freedom. The owl represents clairvoyance, I think, or intuition. And I believe the monkey had to do with the fact that I switched jobs. Like I'm always in different positions, maybe like, Confusion about my career, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in those kind of things. I'm also interested in metaphysics. And, well, I love that. Of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> Might be that somebody's trying to pick your pocket at work, too. But, you know, um, well, first of all, uh, you adaptability. Know, you just, Lucky for her is adaptability in that sense. Yeah. Right. I'm kidding. But, the, but what I don't understand is, and you'd have to give us the dream. You can't just pick out things because they mean something symbolically to you in the dream. But where were they in the dream? 
So mm-hmm. uh, it, was it a great dream? Did you love seeing these animals? Were you, were you scared of them? Did you think to yourself, wow, there's a white owl looking behind me? Or, I mean, what did you do in no. the dream that you passed? What did you do in the dream that you passed all of these animals? I wasn't afraid. The owls were the owls were white, and they were behind a white glass. The monkeys were also behind a white glass, but then one monkey got out of the glass, and then mm-hmm. the eagle was by grass that was on the grass. It landed on the grass. The eagle has landed. The eagle has landed. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the eagle has landed. Wow, maybe you have what we call a, um, uh, like my daughter has those dreams that um, that tell the future. The eagle might land in somebody else's yard, um, but uh, which would be a country. Um, but I, I love that. I, I could go ahead, Kelly. Do you want to? Do you want to go? But I could already see if they're behind glass. It means that something's keeping them from you, or keeping you from them. You know, so so. That's interesting. Yeah, you glare in, you yeah, you glare in, you can see it, but you don't feel it. So mm-hmm. that would mean that that you're okay to look, you're just not okay to feel. So it's interesting. Um, the eagle that landed that on your grass, how did you feel when you saw him land or her land for that matter? Good. No, 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 no. I don't think I had negatives. Yeah, negative because feeling. Well, it's interesting that you have eagles, eagles things. Eagles can be teachers too. Eagles are, you know, can be teachers yeah. and, and leaders. So, what are you picking up? I mean, mm-hmm. I really what I'm what I'm picking up is the yearning to be free, but you've got things behind glass, so you're not quite able to be totally free. But you're transparent and trying, and you like it, but you can't totally be free like the eagle because you've got some glass in front of you. So, which is a yeah. barrier yeah. to stop you from doing that. Okay, Kelly, go ahead and tell her what you're picking up. Let's say, like, the, it reminds me of what they call for, for women in, in the corporate world. It's like, um, you know, they call it the, like the glass ceiling. Um, mm-hmm. That sometimes, <laughs> you know, uh, women, and I, yeah, I know, it's, it's like, you know, women in the corporate world, you know, they were always talking about the glass ceiling. And it's like sometimes they, the, the nature of the job will not you, let you advance as far as, as you would like to or, you know, or think you should be capable of doing. Um, to me, the eagle landing is like, you know, it's, um, it's, it's bringing, it's bringing the gifts to you. It's bringing things to you that, um, instead of just, you know, being up out of reach, it's like, it's coming down as a teacher, um, you know, to, to give you the things that you need. Um, the snowy owl, there's something with the white owls and, and, and those are a spiritual thing. Um, mm-hmm. There was always an old Native American saying about um, if the you know if you heard the hoot owl call your name you know there could be a death in the family but it's like I don't think yes. it's I don't think it's you know a, a death of a person but I will say it might be something of um, and I'll say it's not the death of a salesman thank you guys um, no it, it's it's like the death of the death of doing something in a certain way all the time it's like there's you know there's going to be a, tr- a transformative moment where you're going to quit doing. Um, something the old way and it's going to, that habit is going to die off and it's like, it's going to be a transformation. So you pick up something new, um, you know, like the monkey that escaped, it's like, it's going to get out from behind the glass. So it's like, you know, you might be the escaping monkey that is, you know, the talents are going to come forth and you're going to get out from behind that glass. So it's like the barriers will be removed so you can, you know, keep moving forward and, you know, do what you want to do. Oh, I love that. Does any of that, that make sense? 
It sounds, yeah. I mean, I am trying, I am doing a job now that I never did before. I'm like running groups and I'm so not oh, wow. comfortable. I'm not really comfortable in that position at all. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Well, it's called so, being out it. of that glass box. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. I love that running. Position. I was thrown into it. Like I wasn't even in this position. And then like they got rid of my other position and they're like, well, we have another position. Would you be interested? And I'm like, uh, yeah, because I didn't want to not have a job. Yeah. <laughs> and so this, this, this opened up and I took it, but I'm like, oh, I'm not so, I'm not comfortable in it at all. <laughs> so. Okay. You know, what's really interesting you know, but- that I feel like. Go ahead, Cal, because I feel like um, they threw her into there. Yeah, the, for the, the a monkey. The, this is this is where your adaptability yeah. will come in. It's like the monkeys, you know, being very adaptable. Um, you're not comfortable right now, but it's like breaking in a new pair of shoes. You know, a new pair of shoes is not necessarily comfortable to begin with, but you get them and you wear them a little bit. It's like, but you have the ability to adapt to what you're doing and to do it well and show them your versatility, you know, to show the company. It's like, I am able to do this, even though, you know, you might not have thought I was a good match for this or good or a good fit in this job. I will make it work because I'm adaptable and I'm a good employee. And it's like, and I'm going to make it work. And you've got yeah. the gifts to do it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And I got to tell you, what's weird is I, I took out my flower therapy to talk about therapy. And I thought you were perfect to, uh, I haven't been, I haven't felt the need to throw one. And then they said, throw it. And so the, the flower that came out for you is, it's the snapdragon, which is beautiful. It's a beautiful orange, gold, beautiful flower. It's like all like uh, build up on each other. Reminds me of a lily, but it's a snapdragon. It says, release all anger. Don't get, don't give power to negative words or saying them. Speak from the higher self and make your communications peaceful and loving. So I was going to say that before I even chose the card. Um, You are, you, if you, you are not overwhelmed in this job. What's overwhelming you is that you, you haven't had enough time to really, what I'm hearing is you haven't had enough time to make like, you didn't know which way to make a, uh, they're giving me like an open book and where you make a schedule. So you, you, you haven't been able to research the job to do it properly is what I'm hearing. Yes, but you just, that's like, correct. So, so what they're saying is, don't say that you're uncomfortable in the job. I mean, you could say whatever you want. I can't tell you what to do. But <laughs> what they're saying is this. You are, the reason they, they put you in this job is it gives you one more uh, skill that you're going to need later on. And you have every tool that you need to do it. But one is you need to draw on your intuition, which would be the owl. You need to take everything you've got and make it work, which is the monkey. And then you need to fly with this job and teach them, which is your group. So I get now, and that's why I needed to put yeah. it together. You have it. You, what you need to do is stop being so overwhelmed. I get it because if you threw me into something, well, I'm one that if you throw me into something, I'm going to do it. Come heck or high water. But what I feel for you is this, 
you can do it. You know you can do it. It doesn't matter if you like it. You were given this job and you were given it for a reason. It doesn't mean that you have to stay in it forever. What you have to do is master it is what I'm hearing. Mm. Oh, I am so, curious. Yeah. What's your what's your birth what's your birth date, month and year and stuff? Two fifteen seventy one. Ooh, ah, she's an Aquarius. Yeah. All right, we're good at adapting. She's an Come Aquarius. <laughs> my husband's an Aquarius, of course. So my Aquarius are great. Yes, I know that, Cal. Oh, and my dear angel is an Aquarius. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, you should be right in your element there. Um, you have the Ten of Diamonds, which is called the Blessed Card. So um, groups, typically groups would be actually a good thing for you. And it's like a lot of times you'll yeah. find that you have, um, I'll say your own personal group of, you know, like 10 people or whatever supporting you. Uh, but you do get lessons. Uh, if, you, if you were listening earlier, there was another diamond person called Hans, Diamond Day. Um, diamonds are the adults of the deck. Um, you get, you know, you get a lot of lessons, you know, you get a lot of lessons through sometimes finances and money, uh, but you're ultimately here to look at your values. But it's like with the blessing card, it's like you have a very blessed quality, um, to all the events that happen in your life, which is really, really cool. And yeah. the other stuff, two, three, four, five, six, five, six, seven, eight, 18, 19, 21, 2, 3, 4, 5, 26. She's a 26, which is an eight. And it's like part of your life path here is this is a number of achievement. And it's like, and you are here to achieve things and do things, which is great. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. What, yeah. So what I, question, I, I, what were you going to ask us that we didn't answer? Well, I was just thinking I wanted to leave this job because I'm so not happy in it. But you're telling me not kind of saying stick with well, it. Well, this is or, what I'm saying. Yeah, well, this yeah, this is what I'm saying. In order to leave it, because I told you you did, I mean, what I heard from spirit, not I, but I'm getting nasty in these things. But I did, it's not me who's saying this. It's spirit that in order mm -hmm. to leave the job, you have to master it. So I, I don't right. feel that you have to stay in it forever. What I feel is you have to master it. To walk away saying I'm uncomfortable and I don't like it isn't what you're here for and why you were thrown in it. You're here to learn. You're here to learn how to master the opportunity. It doesn't say that you have to stay in the opportunity. But you have, for me, what I'm hearing from spirit is they want you to master the opportunity, make your plans, figure out what's going to make it work, make it work, and then decide if you are, are not wanting to take this job forward. Because what I'm seeing is this is a lesson not just for who you're with for them, but actually for you. Okay. I knew that I would have, I, I knew, knew that, that there was, I was given this opportunity for a reason. Yeah. yeah. You know, the other, the other thing, the other thing I'm, the other thing I'm looking at is you just had your, your rebirth, your rebirth year was your 45th year. And it's like, so that was, you know, a lot of times the, the mundane world calls it, you know, the midlife crisis. Um, so, but what it is, is it's the, it's the year when all of your birth cards uh, appear again as they did when you stepped on the planet. So it's like you have this opportunity 
to up your game uh, an octave, and it's like, and to you know, go forth and do things with you know, 45 years worth of learning, and to do it better the next go round. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 when I say go round, I say that it's like the next 45 years from you know, 45 to 90. It's like you will be able to, um, you know, take all the gifts and talents that you learned the first 45 and go forth with it. So it's like this is, you know, this is your 46th year. So it's like this is the time to pick it up and run with it. And it's like, yeah, this is. Look yeah. at this as an opportunity. This is an opportunity that will look great on your resume. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. So don't so don't pass that by. It's like don't don't lose yeah. the the learning opportunity because this will be a good one. All right. Yeah. I appreciate All right. it. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> you're welcome. Day. Let us and know. And be that. positive. And, you too. I was going to say, the other thing wow. you get is, is your self-talk is be positive with it. Say, you know, you look in the mirror and it's like, even if you don't love it right now, say, you know what? I love my job. I love my job. Yeah. And it's like, fake it till you make it. <laughs> you're giving me that one. Okay. I got to really fake it then. I will. You know what? I love that because I always say that to everybody. I say it to my daughter, fake it till you make it. So I love that she brought that <laughs> to you. But I have yeah. to tell you, oh, if you don't want to say I love my well, you know what? Instead of saying I I love my job, try I love this opportunity, which means that there it's you for you. You know? I love that. I mean, I would be like Kelly. I'd be, I love my job. I love my job. I love my job. And if fake it till I make it, but I love my job. I love my job. But what I'm hearing is yes. if you don't love your job, love the opportunity that it will bring you later down the road. So then well, it's that, all about that you. I can do. Okay. <laughs> and if you right. and if you see it and if you see it like a brick wall, love the little pieces of it because as you as you pick apart the little pieces of the brick wall that's you know, that's standing between is the barrier. It's like as you pick those little pieces apart pretty soon it's like excavating and taking down a wall. It's like you'll get to see think of the Berlin Wall, yeah, that's falling great. Um but take the little pieces out and pretty soon when you get the pieces out you go, Oh, this is no longer a problem. It's like I am comfortable with this now, the wall is down and I'm good and I'm going through. Yeah, okay. and it'll be then up to you. But uh, we don't need to keep beating you with this stuff. But I love you. Call us back <laughs> and let us know how you're doing. <laughs> let us know how it goes. Yeah, totally. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye bye. Oh, don't you love our callers, Kelly? I don't know about you, but I couldn't mm-hmm. live all day without fun. being. So yeah, it, it's so fun. And and not only that, but. You know, I I just it's a calling we have. It's it's not even that. I don't even know how you would yeah. you know, it it's a calling and I know everybody that's called to the show, meaning the callers, the listeners, everyone, it is all and, and us and it, it it's a calling. It's a calling for higher higher thinking and, and I love that. So I wanna yeah. thank everybody for giving us the opportunity to think higher. <laughs> and, and and from your spirit guides to ours actually so 210 you are on with the angels hi hi can you hear me hello i can yes. hear you oh, perfect. Right. clear and there's no echo okay awesome <laughs> who are we hi, talking uh, with uh my name is chris and i currently live in colorado springs colorado Cool. Hi, Chris. So, what nice what kind of dreams? What kind? Yeah, what kind of dreams do you have besides um, those other well, dreams really, we can't talk about? <laughs> right. Um, I uh, I really haven't had too many dreams lately. Um, 
I just wanted to ask if you can give me a, a message from the Angels because I called I called you guys maybe a couple weeks ago um, about um, my um, my son's mother in Texas who was a Gemini and I'm a Scorpio. Right. Yes. Um, and refresh I, refresh my memory because I'm trying to remember I'm trying to remember your your birth card and it's like I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. It's like you know we visit with a lot. What, uh, what's what's your birth month and day? Um, I'm the uh, you told me I was the six of hearts. I'm October 29th. Six hearts. That's right, six of hearts. Okay, got it. Yeah, the oh, person that called right before me had the same birthday as me, like the exact same birthday, which was yeah, right, awesome. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Chris, what you what, what you got to realize from us, and we're gonna let you talk because we only have eleven minutes because I had to shorten the show today. But I have to tell you this: you, um, when you ask me, I spirit gives you the answers, not me. So for me to remember, I wouldn't be able to do that. I can recall now that you're saying it, but remembering I can't oh, because sure. it isn't for me. So 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 tell me you what's happy, going on. Say, you, you sound happier. You sound happier than you did the, the last time I talked to you. I remember you. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> you're definitely right about <laughs> oh, that. God. Um I uh I mean I, I'm I'm there's I want to say like 5% of me that just won't let go of my son's mother. Um, it seems to be an extremely toxic relationship. Um, she has issues with herself. Um, we were uh, we were apart for three years, um, trying to get back together. I was I was going back down to Texas, trying to um, reunite with her and my son. Um, and now it just seems like um, you know she doesn't want anything to do with me. Um, and also. Um, um, I've had this new person come into my life and I'm very wary of her because it's, it's been a short while um, since my son's mother. And I, I think I'm still a little bit in love with my son's mother, but this new person just is crazy about me. I mean, ridiculously crazy about me. She's so sweet, like ridiculously wow. sweet, you know? And I just, I just want to know what the message is from the angels and, and, and what do you think my, um, what do you think I should well, do my best, my best plan? I'm going to let you have it, Kelly, because you take you, – I have three words, and it, this, it would be this. So are you in love with somebody who, treat, who, isn't, who, who has a double personality, which is your first you know, wife or relationship that you are part still wanting? Do you want to still beat yourself up? Or did you want somebody that really wants to show you how love can be? Now, I'm not going to say she's – perfect because i don't know i don't know that how long a period of time but to me is what you're running away from chris is wanting to have somebody and feel love you want some you want to work at love really love should come it should be easy to work with what you're looking at is you want a hard life you want a hard love and that means that you're constantly working to get somebody to love you but you've got somebody, spirit. <laughs> right. But you, you, you've got somebody who says, no, Chris, love shouldn't be that way. You don't have, we don't have to fall in love, you know, in a, in a week or those some people do or uh, uh, two days or a month or a year. But I want to show you what nice is. So why <laughs> right. are you fighting right. nice? I mean, what do you want? So, you know, I, I, love I, this I heard it because he doesn't trust it. He doesn't, he hasn't had nice. Yes. He hasn't yeah. had nice before. And it's like, it's like, it's like a new shoe 
where you know if you're if you're into a zone where even if it's good and it's something you're not used to, uh, it can feel like that new shoe fit. It's like you're not quite comfortable with it until you wear it for a little bit, until you get used to it. But I also get part of this is what I'm really hearing is um, he's, he, you don't want to give up the relationship with your son and you should not have to give up the relationship with your son. You can have a relationship with your son without including um, the, you know, your son's mother. And it doesn't mean you, you bad rapper. It's like, you know, you know, never, never say anything bad about your son's mother because that's, you know, it's like, it's important for a child to have both parents love them. Um, so yes, I, you know, I, I can see this as like, you don't want to lose track of your son because that's an important relationship but you've got somebody new coming into your life who absolutely adores you loves you etc you know is is willing to accept you as you are and that may be a healthier a healthier relationship for when your son comes to visit you for him to see a loving relationship and what it should be it's like that now let me just tell you what I, 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 I got I got one more I got one more quote got one more quote the best the best gift you can Sorry. give your children I, I know the best you can give gift you can give your children is to love you know is to love the child's mother however if that's not possible it's like love the person that you're with and let them love you so when your children come they can see a truly loving healthy relationship that's a really good gift to give your child absolutely but okay, I do want to tell you that. Well, I do want to tell you really quickly is we're not saying this is the be all and end all. And and Scorpios are skeptical people anyway. And they love deep, by the way. You don't like go into relationships to just have a few of them. You when you're in a relationship, you want a relationship that's deep, long lasting. You don't want to be like some of them, like Sagittarius they'll go, oh, you know, or, you know, hey, I can have 15 on the side and I don't really have to get involved and I don't have to do this. That's not Scorpio. But I have to tell you, even if this relationship doesn't work out, what you should love about this relationship that's showing you is how you should want to be treated by whatever relationship is going to last in your life. So again, I'm hearing you want to go easy or you want to go hard. You can go hard and spend the next how many years fighting and fighting and fighting it because it'll be on again, off again. She won't let you see it. We all have. Or you can say, I deserve better than that. I deserve somebody who I'm going to put that same effort into the effort that they put into me. And then I'm going to show my son what a great relationship should be, not what a fleeting relationship should be. So there you go. There is our messages from the angels, Chris. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Is there anything else you might want to know? Yes. (laughs) Let us know. Yes. Is there anything else that Um, you want to know? Yeah. um, I mean, you know, you're you're very right about what what type of relationship do I want? Do I want a a um, a nice one or a bad one? Basically, Um, I just I kind of want to know if 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 I'm rushing in uh, too quickly with this new relationship because I I I like her a lot. I I won't lie. I like her a lot. She's the sweetest woman I've ever met in my entire life. Just so look at me with eyes, you know. So what you want it? So what you want from us? And I get it because you're like my daughter. Oh my God, those Scorpios are all the same. <laughs> but what you want is you. What you want is clarity. That oh yes, this right. is it. But what I'm going to tell you is, what do you have to lose, Chris? So if you really like her, uh, you know, I'm a big believer in this and I'm a, I'm a cancer, so I'm not a Scorpio, but I'm your sister. 
you know, sign there is if, you know, the old saying, I rather have loved one day and lost than never to have loved at all. Well, you, what you're saying is why should I love at all? Because I don't know if it's going to work. That's not love. That's not how you go into a relationship. You throw yourself into a relationship if you like it. You make the best relationship you can think. If it works, God, it is it is the best of the best. And if it doesn't, what you've learned is what you want and what you don't want. So to me, Chris, what you're asking me to tell you, and I've got spirit all over here, is whether you should keep pursuing this. I am always going to tell you in a nice, sweet, wonderful person relationship, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. I have two examples I want to share. Sure. Go. You Go have ahead. three minutes. I got three minutes. Okay, I'll make this really quick. My, well, it's my you. I'll say my best in the world had this really awesome um, story that happened in her family. Her aunt met her uncle. They literally, it was one of those, I don't know, must have been karmic moments. It's like they literally met each other, fell in love, and they were married within three weeks, and they celebrated 25 yeah. years together before he died. Um, oh, so wow. there's yeah. that option, yeah. And then there's, um, and then there's what happened with with me and my husband. It's like I, I, you know, I always said, oh, I'm gonna date somebody for two years. I said, I was like, well, I met this person in uh, in a summer class in a summer school in in college, and we were dating, you know, like a month after the school was out, and we ended up let's see, October, November, December, January, February, March. We were married six months later, and it's like now yeah. he did die on me. So it's like, uh, you know, but it was till death to you part. And part of that is, you know, determining before, you know, and it's talking about those things with the person. It's like, you know, uh, do you want a till death to you part, you know, type of relationship? You know, do you want, because you can have bumps in the road as much as I loved him, as much as I loved him, it's like we had some arguments, you know, but it never, it never destroyed the underlying foundation of I really love you. I'm going to argue with you about this, but, you know, in the end, it's like, you know, you kiss and make up. So. You know, block. Okay. <laughs> I've got one other thing, and I've got a minute to tell you is I shuffled the cards, my my uh, flower cards. And what's really weird, Chris, this is crazy because what happened to you in the last show about the person ahead of you, remember having the same birthday? The same card right, fell yeah, out. Right. Yeah, remember that. <laughs> yeah, the, the same oh, wow. card fell out. And it's called Release All Anger, the Snapdragon. Bring some Snapdragon into your life. It says, Don't give power wow. to negative words by saying them speak true uh, and make Don't let your the previous your relationship sour you on the new one right and loving go for it chris but don't go for it okay. skeptically okay okay i will thank you ladies you're so beautiful i love you thank you so much continue doing <laughs> we well. love you too Keep please call us <laughs> that was awesome. yeah i will yeah, yeah i will cool thank you, thank you. Uh, bye chris Okay, so Kelly, you're the one that has to leave early today. I do want to let everybody know. I we have, and I have an appointment. Um, and so I do want to let everybody know. Thank you, Kelly. You rock the house every time you're here. <laughs> if anybody wants a reading, because Kelly does personal readings, please get a hold of me at B Albers, A-L-B-E-R-S, 714 at AOL.com. Put in the little subject box, Kelly. And I will make sure, and your phone number, I will make sure she gets it. Also, call Kelly, and you can't leave a message, but text her, and she will call you back. Give her the number, Kelly. Give everybody the number, please. 
yeah, uh, seven area code seven one nine two eight nine four nine zero seven. Thank you, Kelly. You rock, honey, and thank you very much, my <laughs> other angel. Here. Combined and, energy, I love it. <laughs> I, 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 I love the show. I love the people. It's just it's awesome. Thank you guys for we calling in. Back. It's like you know, thanks thank for you, thanks thank for you know being here today. Thank you, thank you, Kelly. I know you've got things to do. I am got an appointment. My nails and feet look terrible, so I did an appointment early because <laughs> you were having an appointment. We are now officially off the air, everyone. I will Alrighty. see you back here tomorrow at one o'clock. Bye, Cal. Alrighty. See you tomorrow. Who is who's, who's on yeah. the call? Oh, uh, Brian. Brian Rawls. Brian Rawls. Okay. Call. Cool. Yeah. All right, I honey. I, I just talk. might want to do that. <laughs> well, Let you me know have what? An awesome day. <laughs> I would love you to call in. You too. Bye, everyone. Be safe out there. Bye. Love, laugh, and live, and be safe out there. Bye. Absolutely. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Uh, you know what, Cal? I don't know. I keep trying to. Oh, maybe. Okay. I've got it. Okay. I'm ending the show. <laughs> Thank now. you for calling Bye. Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Yes. <laughs>